red, white, and blue. Sparkle, sparkle. The 4th of July. Hey guys, this is Travel Junkies, a podcast for travel enthusiasts. This is episode 2424, and we're going to be talking about the 4th of July in these United States. Yay! This is actually one of my favorite days. Okay, so technically this isn't a festival per se. It's a holiday. A but big there holiday. are a lot of festivities that go on around this day. Oh, for sure. See what I did there? Yes, for sure. And we are Americans. Yes, we're from the United States. So we wanted to conclude this. I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> at least I know <laughs> We wanted to conclude our season two of festivals with the 4th of July, which is coming up. And if you're in the United States traveling, there might be some cities that you might be interested in going to because it's like a huge big deal. And my name is Carmen. And I'm Heidi. So even though we've traveled overseas, we wanted to conclude conclude with the United States. And so you definitely need to be somewhere like a city if you are here for the 4th of July. And it happens on the 4th of July. It's no brainer. <laughs> it's, it's that's what happens. So Heidi, do you have any before we kick off with some history? Do you have any memorable 4th of Julys with your family? Yes, actually, the majority of my life, we went on vacation for 4th of July every single year to the beach. Whoa. And so, and we'd always stay on the South Carolina side because technically fireworks are illegal in North Carolina. Oh, um, yeah, that's for individuals true. to set them off. But in South Carolina, they're not e- illegal. So we would go to the beach and set rockets off in the sand or sparklers or um, just watch all kind of things. In fact, we'd even do that at our house sometimes, which we probably shouldn't do since we live in the woods. But. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, it's okay. We watch to make sure nothing burned down. Um, so Fourth of July has definitely been a big family holiday for us. At some point, we kind of stopped doing it, but. Yeah, for some reason, it always landed on 4th of July weekend, and we were always down there. But I liked it. Everybody's out shooting off fireworks, lots of fireworks shows over the water, real pretty. What about you, Carmen? Well, I grew up overseas, so we did celebrate 4th of July despite it being cold and wintry and chilly, South America. So we always tried to celebrate it with other friends that were Americans or U.S. citizens. So sometimes we would meet up with other Americans and sometimes we had some basketball players that came down to Chile. And so we got to invite them in. And I just remember that they were really tall and, and most of them were African-American, but like their hands were huge, which granted there are a lot of tall Germans in Chile but everybody else, if you're a Spanish descent or Native American from Chile, you kind of have like a normal height. But these guys were amazing because their hands were just like ginormous. And yeah, they were a lot of fun. I mean, it was just kind of cool to have someone in your home whenever we invited the basketball players 
you know, to come yeah. and celebrate 4th of July with us. So they were really nice guys. I don't remember any of their names, but apparently you can play overseas if you can't get recruited into the United States, like leagues. And yeah, so you can true. play overseas. So that is pretty neat because then In you fact, get to travel. Yeah, Carmen, you remember in Korea, like when the basketball players came around? Yeah. Remember all of those basketball players that were actually from other countries? Mm-hmm. And we were like, how did this American guy end up on a South Korean basketball team? Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes they end up being really good. I think like at least five or six of them were American. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, how does that even happen? Yeah. So we, we had good times. They were probably homesick as well. So my parents just wanted to make them feel, you know, a little bit more at home by having hamburgers and hot dogs and maybe apple pie. So no watermelon, unfortunately, nothing was growing at that point. <laughs> or I don't think we ever had jello, but I remember one um one guest requested jello and we're like, sorry, but we made we slaved over an apple pie, so you can have our apple pie if you want that. So fun little random fact is I actually made a jello brain last night. Whoa. What is that? <laughs> it's a brain jello mold and you put the jello in the brain mold Ew. and then you flip <laughs> it over it's a jiggly brain. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Oh, my wife my we boyfriend should... was like, but it's not Halloween. I was like, who cares? It's a jiggly brain. Well, it I, doesn't have to be Halloween. I guess you were celebrating uh, Walpurge's night, night. <laughs> our <laughs> Halloween in May celebration. Yep. That must have got me in the spirit. You can check out our earlier episode 23 that we did. Yeah, and it was red, too. It was red jello. Whoa, bloody. That's cool. Well, we're going to talk about 4th of July coming up because it is one of the best holidays during the summer. I'm glad that it happens on the summer. The issue with having the Independence Day in the middle of the year during the summer months is that you learn things about history, but it seems like when you live overseas and the Independence Day, let's say, is during like a school year, sometimes I feel like you learn more about why the country is independent um in in that case I'm, I'm just thinking like in chile we know exactly why chile became independent because the u.s became independent in 77 six the reason i knew that chile's independence was important is because it was during the school year and we had a whole week off and a week a whole week like that's how incredibly important it is for them <laughs> it's 18 the septiembre, so the 18th of September, and you would have the whole week off. It was amazing. But that was like their big holiday in the fall. Like you didn't really have a fall break. That was their fall break. But we always talked about why we were independent is because the United States became independent from Great Britain. And that, that was a huge accomplishment for the Americas. And so that kind of triggered the whole South American continent to become independent from most likely Spain and Chile's case. And so, you know, Americans ripple the effect and that really encouraged other American, you know, colonies to become independent. So we talked about it all the time. But when I came to the States, it was like, oh, we're in the summer. And then I really didn't know. I didn't really know, learn much about the independence. 
Hmm. Yeah, it was weird. Like I came to the States and it's like, oh, yes, Fourth of July. And I thought we would talk more about history. And we didn't. So did you learn much about history? I'm hoping so. <laughs> um, History was not always my strongest subject. But I do know it's supposed to be the day that founding members signed the Declaration of Independence. Therefore, giving it its name Independence Day. Yeah, so it was the Declaration of Independence that they were signing, but... But, yes, Carmen, did you know they didn't actually sign it on July 4th? (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Tell us, Heidi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, they didn't actually sign it on July 4th. Only two people actually signed it on July 4th. Yes, that's Um, correct. John Hancock and Charles Thompson. Mm -hmm. But in reality, like the majority of the people signed it on August 2nd. Yes. Yeah. So I don't I don't understand why. Why some people. Okay, so they picked Fourth of July. But then there were other days that some of the founding members wanted, like someone wanted it to be July 2nd because that's the day that Congress voted for independence. Yes. So, I don't know, but none of that rolls off the tongue as easy as July 4th. Yeah. Ah, July 2nd. July 2nd. Well, August 2nd. That's too long. <laughs> and they finally just celebrated it the following year, the first Independence Day on July 4th in Rhode Island. Yeah. And so that was kind of like, well, we started this tradition, so let's keep on going, you know? But mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that they... Like federally, they didn't make it a a national holiday until 1870, and then they made it a paid holiday in 1938. So it was just like something you celebrated, but you weren't really off work. It was just like, oh, okay, it's just another day. Like I said, in Chile, you have the whole week off, which is crazy. But here in the United States, you actually just have that one day. Or you work during it, which I did when, when I worked where was it? Yeah. I, yeah. I used to work at Target. Yes, guys. I did uh, clothes. I folded clothes and I put them up nicely. And then you had these little spoiled kids that came through and just wrecked everything. I really I want mean, to strangle them. That, <laughs> that is true. Like people just wreck the clothes at Target. The women are standing there folding them, putting them back. And oh, people my just gosh. Come through wrecking them all over again. Yeah. But it's okay. I did not touch the children. Children, I did not say anything to them. I just gave them the look and they went quietly and folded everything back over again. But if you have children, please tell them to put their hands in their pockets. I don't want to go as far as cut cutting their hands <laughs> off, but just put their hands in their pockets. Put their hands in their pockets. And then look. No. Yeah. Look with your There's eyes. Your, there's your PSA for the day. Look with Kids, your eyes. Put your hands in, in your, your pockets. pockets. But, like we've taught English before, just look with your eyes. No touching. All my students in Korea thought that was so funny that they said, look with your eyes. They're like, of course we look with your eyes. And I'm like, no, seriously. A lot of you look with your hands. And they're like, what? I'm like, just now. You just touch something. They're like, oh, yeah, because we're at like a museum or something. Yeah. Well, I I just thought it was kind of neat that it's just... They signed this document and they're like, oh, this is actually really important. And then they just made it independent. So 
John Adams, I just thought it was kind of neat that he, he was just like observing like, oh, this, this day is amazing because we are independent, making a declaration towards Great Britain that, or the British empire and quote, ought to be celebrated by pomp and parade with shows, games, sports, guns, bells, bonfires, and illuminations from one end of this continent to the other, end quote. So he was just like already predicting like what it should be. Like, this is what I predict. Okay, guys, this is what you do. And then you do it. If it wasn't for the Second Continental Congress in Philadelphia, we would not have this this great day of baseball, food, which... Take me out to the ball game. I know. <laughs> it's just a lot of fun. Maybe some peanuts and cracker jacks. jacks. I don't care if I'll ever get back. If I ever come back. Come back, yeah. Just <laughs> root. Root, root for the home team. Okay, so Carmen, you sent me a link with a bunch of, like, what's it called? 25 epic firework fails that we'll probably shouldn't laugh at, but you will. Um, some of these are insane. <laughs> I like, know, right? I don't so get sh- it. <laughs> so when the night comes, um, you shoot off fireworks, of course. And yeah, I I just thought it was interesting that people are... I can't remember which... <laughs> so I was watching, of course, one of those grungy TV shows like Grey's Anatomy or something like that. And they were like, it's 4th of July. Everyone... Get ready. And of course, everybody that comes through the doors of the emergency room had like some type of firecracker it or is. something it's, it's a very, that was like injected it, into their body or their cavity. And I was like, I don't know, really want to see this episode because it's just going to be blood and guts the whole entire time. But it's making fun of the stupidity well, of Americans. Americans. It is. And like one of these guys... Okay, now some of these are really funny, but some of them are just plain dumb. Like this one guy stuck a roll of the smaller firecrackers in his mouth and then lit them. (gasps) And then it blew up in his mouth. Oh, God. And then he's like, oh, my gosh, that hurt. Well, of course it hurt. You stuck (laughs) firecrackers in your mouth and then blew them up. Like, what were you expecting to happen? But I give it props for this one guy. Okay. What did he, he do? He played a prank on his friend and he took one of those small firecrackers and lit it while his friend was in the shower <gasps> and threw it over the shower. Oh, great. But his friend is in one of those glass showers so you can somewhat see what's going on in the shower. And then the friend stood in front of the door so the kid couldn't get out of the shower. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so he locked him in there. He threw the firecracker up. And the poor guy in the shower is going ballistic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's just like you see soapy handprints all over because he's trying to like get out and he can't do it. And he's slipping and he's falling. I'm like, that's cruel, but genius at the same time. Oh, my goodness. We'll include the the link if you guys want to check it out. But it's, it's it just is. real I mean, the, ridiculous. The dude is crying laughing at his buddy. Like, I can definitely see this happening this year. Well, if you were, if you were in school during 4th of July with your college roommates. Oh, my goodness. a little trick on them. I'm playing a trick on them. Yeah, it just people are not that bright at times. Like, you light... The firecracker on its butt 
what's going to come out of the butt of the the bottom of the firecracker? Fire! Like Okay. Okay. It's going to explode. Now, Carmen, is it true or not? There are some guys that we knew in college that we could definitely see and see doing this kind of thing to each other. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's and not even caring. It's really stupid. Oh my yeah. gosh, this is hilarious. I did see one where like this dachshund picked up the picked up the dynamite and then started running. <laughs> and so, oh no. And so it's going off. It's like a Roman candle or something like that. So it's going out and like he's determined, man, he's gonna carry that thing. And of course everybody's running away from him because it's just spewing out to the side. Oh my goodness. Poor little dog. Mm. Interesting, interesting. Well, a lot of people... Let's talk about some other things celebrate, other exploding. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people celebrate 4th of July very differently. And I did not know this. Like, when I think 4th of July, I think summertime, cookouts, and fireworks, fireworks shows. So, it's like, ooh, lots of fun. You, like, maybe have a little barbecue out back. Yeah. Have a little party. Well... In the states, different states celebrate 4th of July in different ways. For instance, Murals Inlet in South Carolina does a parade. Well, and 4th of July parades are pretty popular too, right? Yeah. I think there's a big one. Um, Nashville usually is bigger for their fireworks, which, by the way, it's insane to leave the downtown area because it's apparently one of the biggest ones. But, yeah, yeah it does have a... What you call it? A parade in the morning. Uh, yeah, some type of parade. Well, in this section of South Carolina, it's near the water. They have a local creek. I think it's a little bit bigger than a creek. It's like a small lake. But they do a boat parade. And it begins Ooh. at 5 p.m., which is high tide. That's cool. And it's an annual event held every year. And it said, like, in recent years, there's been as many as 125 registered parade entries. Whoa. Joining on all at the same time. So it's like 100, like 100 or more of these boats all decked out in their 4th of July spirit on the water. That's it is cool. a creek. It's a creek, but it's more like a marshland. Yeah. Not like a creek in your backyard. Creek. Creek. Um. In New Mexico, on the Apache Reservation, Independence Day is celebrated as the coming of age for teenage girls. So there's a huge um, ceremony where um, these girls run four times around a basket filled with sacred items of the creation. I don't know what those sacred items are, but they're sacred. <laughs> um they're and they sit, the four items symbolize four stages of life set by the white painted women. Ooh. Oh. And each night the girls and the godmothers and the singers into, enter the holy lodge or ceremonial teepee where the girls dance, beat to the rhythm with deer hoof rattles. This is very interesting. And if you find it interesting, hey, it's open to the public. Oh, that's Did cool. Did you know that? No. <laughs> it's open to the public for you to go and see this coming-of-age ceremony. That's cool. But here's where it got me. What? Okay, I get it. So uh, maybe it's Apache 
tradition to have this day as a day where women become of age. But then it says they also hold an annual rodeo. Oh, (laughs) really? I'm sorry. Something about Indians doing, like Native Americans, doing a rodeo on the same day as the traditional day for the teenage girls coming of age ceremony. Isn't that interesting? I guess does she do they get their pick of the like the best rodeo guy? <laughs> they they go I don't get know, married. Have you ever been to a rodeo? <laughs> like there's nothing there's nothing Native American about a rodeo. It's yeah. down home Western country. Like it, I just find it very interesting that first of all there's even a rodeo on a reservation, let alone on this sacred day where these women or these teenagers become women. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Maybe they but got it, really good. There's a story there, Carmen. That is a story. <laughs> that would be a great movie. <laughs> that would be a good movie. Hey, I think we know some film writers, don't we? We should patent this idea, Carmen. <laughs> yeah. I I, yeah. I I I wanted to talk about something that's very dear to my heart. Talk about it. Hot dogs. <laughs> Hot dogs are the best thing in the world. I don't care what's in them. I don't care what's in them. They're disgusting. They're so amazing. They're so good. Did you know that 155 million hot dogs are consumed by Americans on the 4th of July every year? Oh, I believe it. It's disgusting. They also spend 92 million on chips, which I don't eat chips, so I'm not counted in that statistic. But also 167.5 million on watermelon. And Ooh, now watermelon, I can do three hundred thousand plus on any type of beverage, alcoholic based. So it's just crazy that one hundred and fifty five million hot dogs. And there's even a festival for that. So go to Coney Island, and they have Nathan's famous Fourth of July International Hot Dog Eating Contest. That sounds disgusting because I don't like people stuffing their their faces with food, but it's crazy that that is a thing. You know that it's buns and all. I would literally throw up if I had to watch a hot dog eating contest. Dude, it's it's crazy. I I think I would just go to see it once and then be like, okay, cool. I've seen it once, and then get my one hot dog for the day. Yeah, I would get physically sick watching like people just shove their face full of hot dogs. I love hot I'm not dogs. Not a hot dog person. Um, every now and then I'll crave like just want a good hot dog. I just don't eat hot dogs. But Sonic has the best hot dogs for cheap. But every now and then it's like, ooh, I want a hot dog. But it's funny because when you make like mini hot dogs, oh, it's like a whole new world. Those are so My good. Favorite thing <laughs> at weddings is the little the little wiener ones i love the meatballs if they have meatballs but if they don't have meatballs they better have the little weenies sorry i failed you because i didn't have either of those at my wedding (laughs) yeah carmen i don't know what you were doing i'm Uh, just kidding your food was good even though i don't remember what she had it was just appetizers cake was yummy the what or the cake good we ate it for about a whole year like we had so much left over we we were eating it yeah. for a whole year. It was really good. Um. So, but 
while Carmen's eating hot dogs for her 4th of July, (laughs) in the New England area, people eat salmon for 4th of July. Oh, that sounds amazing. I'd much rather be in New England than at Carmen's house for 4th of July. (laughs) Um, Oh, that sounds so good, though. Nice salmon. Nice Mm. salmon. Oh, can't talk. A nice Atlantic salmon. Um, which is actually being hard to find these days with our water issues. But it's a tradition. And there's even a recipe to make it a certain way. Whoa. It looks like it has some type. Yeah, it's like this big, nice, hearty piece of salmon. And it looks like it has some kind of cheese sauce drizzled on top. Oh, like a holidays? Like a holidays? Um, kind of like what you put on an eggs Benedict sauce? Yeah, maybe. I don't know, but it looks delicious. I think we should try it. Mm, I love fish. Fish. As long so, as it's not fishy tasting. But <laughs> I love fish as long as it doesn't taste like fish. Well, you you, you know what I'm talking about. Like, I know what you mean. Okay, thank you. There's a big difference. Yeah, I totally know what you mean. Some of it, I've had frog legs before, and they always say that they taste like chicken. Tried it. It tastes like chicken slash fish. So I just couldn't, I couldn't stomach it. I was like, mm. And then just knowing that there was a foot sticking out of my mouth, I wasn't very excited about that either. Yeah, that's how I felt with chicken feet mm. in Korea. Interesting. Yeah. Anyways, last one. My favorite that I've read about so far. Kentucky. Yes. Has got it down. I'm close to Kentucky. This is what they do in Kentucky. <laughs> what? In Kentucky... <laughs> For 4th of July, they hold computer trap shooting events where they gather up. Yeah. They gather up all this electric equipment that's obsolete or it doesn't work anymore, you know, or it's broken or whatever. They gather it all along, along. They shoot it into the air and then they use it as a target practice with their shotguns. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. (laughs) It gets all your anger out. Bring your obsolete computer. But it just says electronics. So in my mind, I see huge computer screens. Oh, sure. Yeah. And keyboards and monitors. Dude, uh, we had a friend that he kind of joked, but he was like, no, seriously, I could make a business out of this. And his point was he was going to become a counselor to those that have had issues or really bad relationships with their computers. And so what they would do is like if it got to a point where their computer got so in like it could not be operable, like it was inoperable, that that's a word, right? Unoperable. Anyways, Mm -hmm. not functioning, unfunctioning. So they would take it up to like. It's not like we were English teachers or anything. I know. I just. We taught poo and pee. Okay, so they would take him out. So he was saying that he would be a counselor to these people that had such bad frustrations. It was like anger management class. And how they ended the class was them taking their device that they hated so much and then drop it from like a four-story building and just see it smash into little pieces. And that would be his training. Like, (laughs) then you would end with like, just let it go. And just like, oh, but I just thought it was so funny because I was like, dude, you could totally make money doing that. Like, obviously, you would need to come up with some like good, healthy counseling, but then can recycle it and with the smash, that would be some like, you know, smashing pumpkins, not the band, but smashing literally pumpkins. Ah, that is so funny. 
I should drive up there because I'm so close. Since yeah, I thought it was very hilarious. Oh, That's let's just neat. smash some. Let's smash some old computer screens. Anyways, so let's go over the top ten cities to go as we close this top podcast. 10. Top ten places you need to go, people, and just just know that you're going to be out very late until the show is over. But the first one I have is Boston, Massachusetts. They just have amazing mm-hmm. history, but they do put on a show. It's crazy what they yeah, do over there. Yeah, because I mean, Boston is like got deep roots in the Revolutionary War, right? Oh, for sure. They have, I mean, they even do stuff, I think, for the Boston Massacre. No, Boston Tea Party. Tea Party, yeah. Yeah. And so they they also have tours of the Boston Tea Party ships, and they have a museum. They have a Paul Revere's North End walking tour. Historic pub crawl, which is huge up there. Of course, if you want to get a taste a little bit about it, just watch the, uh, just watch Cheers, the old TV show. <laughs> but three like million, what? I feel like you say that a lot. I love Cheers. It's amazing. Anyways, not that they go to a bar all the time. It's just Everybody the dynamic, just the dynamic of the characters. I like three million villains. <laughs> Three million visitors visit this city. Three million. Three million. That is a lot. Yeah. I mean, they have Boston Pops Fireworks Spectacular and then the orchestra plays. It's it's a whole ordeal. Uh, number two, like I said, Coney Island, Brooklyn. You got to go there for the hot dogs. Uh, number three. Yeah, everybody has fireworks. Everything has fire. I know. Bristol, Rhode Island. Bristol. Bristol. So they one have of the a oldest fireman's. Fourth of July celebrations ever. And they have a military, civic, and fireman's parade. So 2.5 mil- mile parade of people that have served our country. So lots of things going on there. They also, too, have a fireworks. You can always expect that. Myrtle Beach. South Carolina. Who would have known? That's where I always went. Hey, real quick, guest speaker here. My mom just walked in the room. Mom, do you have a good memory of 4th of July? (laughs) She's like, don't put me on, don't put me on. All those years, Carmen, you see what I mean? All those years of us going to the beach as a family and she doesn't have one good memory. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Oh, dear. Anyways, where were we? We're in Myrtle Beach. So it's a great beach, but don't confuse it to North Myrtle. North Myrtle might be fine, too, but literally the streets are almost identical, which I've gotten lost before. So um, just from experience, just letting everyone know, we showed up at the same street and literally the guy that was in our party, uh, my friend's cousin, he was like calling his dad. He's like, Dad. We're at the address, and I swear that it was here last summer. He's like, it's not here. They tore it down. <laughs> oh, no. And then we saw an officer, and then he said, are you guys, are you sure that you're supposed to be in Myrtle Beach? Have you checked North Myrtle Beach? And we're like, are you serious? So we looked on the map, and sure enough, it was in North Myrtle. And so it was like the identical street, because they're all like numbered and stuff. So we show up, and then wow. it's there. But it's just really funny that we, he was just like looking around like, I I swear that it was here last summer. Yeah. Uh, number five, New York City. Of course, you can never go wrong with New York City. And Macy's also puts on the fireworks show as well as the Thanksgiving parade. So 
there are always the big, big party people, I guess, company-wise. So I think they do a fantastic job. And Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, they have lots of activities there because of the historic. They have the Liberty Bell. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. And they have all kinds of museums. They have, um, they have some documents that Ben Franklin has signed and... It's just pretty, really neat city to go to. New Orleans, Louisiana. So they... It's always a party. They always are partying. So Mardi Gras, 4th of July, they got their Marine Corps band going and the evening before the fireworks. So they that would be always a hopping place to go. And then Chicago, Illinois. I would love to get there. Is another one. That would be a lot of fun. Chicago, I mean, basically any major city that you're going to go to, they're going to have fireworks and things like that. At And this one's at the Grand Park Music Festival is huge. And by the way, I will conclude, of course, you can talk about other major cities, but I will end it with Nashville, Tennessee. Ooh, yeah. And of course, what? Washington, D.C. But Nashville, Tennessee has the Hot Chicken Festival on 4th of July. That's right. Nashville is starting to become. I just want really everybody festival. out there to know. Yes. That Wilmington, North Carolina, is higher on the list than Nashville. I know, but I live in Nashville. <laughs> but you skipped it to go to Nashville. It's okay. So me and Carmen have this thing. She keeps trying to get me to move to Nashville. I keep trying to get her to move to North Carolina. Seriously, I'm always trying to get you to come to Nashville. But the cool thing is that they have a hot chicken festival. And Nashville apparently is becoming really popular for hot chicken. And it's fried chicken that has a lot of spice to it. A real big kick. And so I recommend Nashville. And of course, Washington, D.C. would be amazing too. But uh, but yes, okay. Other places you could go to Wilmington, North Carolina. San Diego, it's okay. Minneapolis, Minnesota, and of course Williamsburg is always an awesome place to go to. So, or Charleston, those are both very historic places. So, they are. We will link, leave the link, and so you can check out the places and make your trip very soon. But it's it's so much fun if you get to go where people are celebrating, and of course you can always celebrate in your backyard and just see what kind of fireworks are going around your place that apparently people in Nashville and other counties love fireworks. So it's like, I just have to stand still at my apartment. I mean, when I used to live in my apartment or now at my house, I just listened for fireworks and then I just head that direction in my neighborhood. There you <laughs> and, go. and then I can see like the last parts of the, you know, the fireworks going off because everybody likes shooting them off into the lake. I don't know if you live near the lakes, Heidi, but that's apparently a big thing yeah. here. So, but yes, Nashville. I mean, Nashville, what's cool about Nashville? I know I'm just trying to tell everybody just, you just should come to Nashville. It's because I don't like country music, but whatever. Those of you that like country music, you can always guarantee that there's going to be a show downtown Nashville. Yeah. And it's huge. I don't like There's always a show. I don't like the music, but it brings in a lot of money to my city, so come if you like country music. <laughs> I will I will vouch for it. It's a really big place, so Damn, there you go. 
So we hoped you liked this episode. If you want to hear more from Next Stop Channel, just check us out. Our blogs are on nextstopchannel.com and hit us up on Instagram at nextstopchannel. Hot dogs and hamburgers, guys. Apple pie. Get ready to eat. Hot dogs.